Today on the Zabecast, 20 under a new Masters record, and we've got a new champ, Dustin Johnson. But does it come with an asterisk? Bryson DeChambeau's week was a total bust. I'll talk to my guys John Ronis, Brian Hatcher, and Ronnie Thomas about it. All that plus week 10 in the NFL and a whole lot more. Your high test, not street legal, 30-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Monday, November 15th, 2020. Thank you for downloading. The Packers sleepwalk to a win against the Jaguars. Way too close. Way too sloppy. 24-20, your final score. Matt LaFleur was not happy at all afterwards. Talked about it. How do we have to get some urgency around here? What What's it going to take? And I think the answer is, it's just the nature of that organization of that city and the quarterback is so super chill yes Aaron Rodgers will snap at times when things aren't just right but he's the king of r-e-l-a-x right relax so you're going to get efforts like this in which the team is just not on point no way Jacksonville should have been in that game at all But special teams miscues, and oh my God, J.K. Scott, what are you doing, bro? I know you're a punter. I know it's harder than it looks. But when you are tasked with forcing the play back inside on a punt return, the one thing you've got to do is force it back inside. Don't force it back inside, fall for a juke, and then go, oh, wait a minute, never mind. I'm going to go try to tackle him. That was embarrassing. The good news is David Bakhtiari, the all-pro, all-world left tackle for the Green Bay Packers, has gotten paid. Apparently, the new contract, according to sources, is going to be four-year extension, $105.5 million, base of $23 million a year, and could reach upwards of $23.5 per year. I don't know the bonus right now. I don't know the exit ramps on it, but I know this. As Bakhtiari himself tweeted, they weren't, they weren't, they didn't regret it in 2012, meaning when they drafted him. They didn't regret it in 24, 2016, four years later when they paid him the first time. And they will not regret it in 2020. Huzzah, huzzah for that. So the Packers seem to be on this track that looks a lot like last year, a sort of downwind, downhill, ho-hum, unimpressive good season in which they may get bounced early in the playoffs or if they get to the title game, they may not have what it takes. I hope they find that edge. They got the Bears two times between now and the end of the year. They got the Colts and they got the Titans. And then they got a smattering of NFC East and the Lions in there and, you know, It's not the hardest schedule in the world. There are some harder games coming up, but they should have blown out these chumps yesterday from the get-go, and they didn't. The Wolf gets gutted by Matt Prater, 59 yards at zeros. Ouch. This after Alex Smith drove him down for the game-tying field goal, 
and you said to yourself, holy shit, this guy is back, Alex Smith. I said that. I've got to say to myself, I was wrong. Alex Smith not only recorded his first ever in his career back-to-back 300-yard passing games, he threw for 390 on 38 completions. Yes, he threw the ball like 55 times. But that's kind of the offense that Scott Turner has put together for the Wolfed. And Alex Smith looks better than I thought he possibly could, especially after that first emergency appearance about, what, four weeks ago now against the Rams? In fact, there was a shot of Alex Smith running out of the tunnel, and it was in slow motion, and I watched very closely. I looked at his two legs, and I said, wait a minute, which one's broken again? Is it Was it the right or, or the left? I couldn't quite tell because... He looks like he is running better than ever, and I didn't think that was possible. That said, the uh, the Wolf died twice on the table in this game. It was 4th and 13 after a penalty, down 24-3 to late in the third quarter, and they convert Alex Smith with a dagger of a throw to Logan Thomas, who is becoming a decent tight end in his own right. They then score on the very next play. Then there was a fourth down incompletion by Alex Smith with under a minute and a half to go, and that was the game. But, oh, a flag comes out. A very dubious pass interference on the Lions, and next thing you know, they're back in business. So there's a lot to like about this team, even though they are now 2-7. and It's just I don't think they're going anywhere, despite the fact the division is such a shithole still. The Eagles, the presumed class of the division that were getting all these players back this week, shit the bed, lost to the Giants, and look at the division. 2-7 and seven, Dallas, 2-7 and seven, Washington, 3-7 and seven, New York, and I think that's their number, and then 3-5-1 and one, uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> In your life. As, as Vern Lundquist would say, in your life have you seen such shit. Yeah, that's it. Two and seven, two and seven, three and seven, three, five and one. And that's your division. So there's a lot to like about this team, but they've got a bad record. And I don't want to be in the Alex Smith business in 2021. And if he keeps playing like this, it's going to be very tempting for this team to say, you know, scratch his chin. Why don't we give it a shot? Terry McLaurin had a fumble in this game that should have been overturned on replay, in my opinion. Took forever to look at it and then said, nah, call stands. McLaurin, that's his first fumble. What, of in two weeks of the year? No. First fumble in either college or in the pros until that one, and I believe it was not a fumble. That kid is in a hell of a player. Super glad to have him on the team couple of COVID stories before we talk golf with the golf nerds. The NFL is looking into penalizing the Saints heavily, a la the strict penalties they gave, the stiff penalties they gave to the Raiders, which are being appealed, for mask non-compliance. This following the Saints' locker room dance-around that made social media, following their blistering of the Buccaneers and Tom Brady two Sunday nights ago. I mean, really? Really? 
Oh, but the NFL is protocols. They're not messing around. Even though you've been with the team all week, even though you're on the sidelines, in the huddle, going back and forth, if you're in the locker room, you better put on a mask. More on masks in just a second. Uh, COVID tests continue to be a wild ride. Josh Norman was out for the Bills this weekend. He said he took two nasal COVID tests. One came back positive, the other negative. He said he also produced another positive and another negative before that as well. We got to keep him out. An abundance of caution. Hey, Josh, are you feeling sick? No. Maybe you're not sick. And then pop singer Arika Badu. Did I say that right? She tweeted that she took a COVID test and that her left nostril was negative, but her right nostril was positive. (laughs) Oh, and then there's Nick Ford, offensive guard for Utah. He tweeted this on Friday, exposed to COVID-19, eight days of testing, 20 plus negative tests later, and LA County still doesn't want me playing. Disappointment and frustration are both understatements for the way I feel. When it's finally my time to step back on the field, I feel bad for whomever I'm going against. And the madness shall continue because we're going to test our way out of this thing. We need more testing. We need more testing. Testing, testing. That's what's going to solve this. Whatever. All right. I assembled the golf nerds in a late night, Sunday night, meet in a parking lot in the Mobile Strike studio. John Ronas, director of instruction at the Ronas Academy in uh, Leesburg, as well as Bryant Hatcher, longtime Zabe golf trip regular, former wide receiver for Cincinnati, and of course, Ron Thomas of the Capital Golf Gang by phone. And we, of course, talked about the big win by DJ Dustin Johnson at the Masters. Agree? I don't know. No, you think they're going to get hosed out? play isn't good enough. Okay. All right. Let's see what Mr. Thomas is up to today. All I want to see is the 10 on number 12. (laughs) (laughs) Ronnie boy, how you doing this evening, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm I'm not depressed like I usually am after the Masters because I have to wait a whole year. Now I only have to wait 140 days. Say say hello to John Ronas and Bryant Hatcher, two guys you know quite well. <laughs> Where's my Hatch? Where is he? I'm right here, brother. Um, Hatch, I, I meant to tell you, you were really good on the last podcast. Of course he was good. Oh, well, thank you. I knew that. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> thank you. Really, thank you watch you, a lot of football, Hatch. I do. And I'm, I mean, it's obvious. And I'm dragging him away from football right now on a Sunday night did you, in a rainstorm. Games are no good though. Did to you, talk, yeah. Did you yeah. get my email? I mean, did you get my voicemail? Arizona. Uh. Uh-uh. You didn't get it. No. Right when I hung up with you, I turned and looked at the TV. Hail Mary! Arizona won the game. No. Six seconds. DeAndre Hopkins jumped over everybody, caught it, and beat Buffalo. What was the final score? No I had way. Arizona minus two and a half. Thirty-two thirty. Ah, shit. <laughs> fucking hate point spreads. They're the worst, oh, man. The worst. The worst. the worst. That's why they call it gambling. Yeah, That's exactly that. right. All right, boys, let's start with this. Well, what did we just watch? And I will send it to an open-ended overall thoughts on the Masters 2021. 
by Dustin Johnson. Mr. Ronas, you are first up. What did we just watch? Well, I mean, first of all, we watched Domination by one player, number one player in the world, dominated the field. And after that, I have no idea what we were watching. It was a crazy look. The constant overheads of showing emptiness and just space, the lack of fans, it was... I'm not quite sure what I was watching. How'd you feel about it? I don't know if I was interested. How'd you feel about this whole thing? I don't know if I was interested. Now that it's done, how'd you feel about it? I don't like it. All right. Hatch, what did we just watch, and how'd you feel about it? (laughs) Well, what I watched was some excitement from two different Rory McIlroys. Friday, Royal Mac, Rory McIlroy, <laughs> and then Saturday and Sunday with the the, the definite turnaround. Right. Friday morning. Yeah, fr- Just Friday I, morning. Oh he went insane, God. right? I love his tee shot on 13. The, the tracker lost it. It went so far left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you, did you like this Masters, though, Hatch? Oh, yes. You did? I liked All it because right. I, I, I wanted Dustin Johnson to get one. He deserved to win. Mm. And uh, the way he was playing, I didn't really watch too much of the of today because I figured oh, like, he's, he won. Abraham answer, Sung J.M. They're not catching him. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cam no. Smith with his weird, grimy little mustache yeah. was never destined to wear a green coat. Ron Thomas, what did we just watch and how did you feel about it? Uh, we watched a golf tournament at Augusta National Golf Club but it was not the Masters, in my opinion. I thought differently going in. I was kind of in opposition to your thoughts, Steve, because you said that all along. So you're on my side on this now. This was the Augusta National Invitational held in the fall. Yeah, it didn't do much for me. Of course I watched it. Um, I watched it all, too. Yeah, we watched the most dominant player in the world currently win, and we watched uh, his wife girlfriend come out in are they married yet I'm, oh by the way i, I don't know she but i think ring it's, on she has a huge ring on i think it's a really interesting outfit she brought out and i'm sure oh the green yeah coats the, the mm-hmm. it was uh Ooh. yeah, I mean, yeah it's yoga pants it, yoga yes, pants. Yes. it says here it says here on wikipedia they're still just engaged mm-hmm. they have two sons tatum gretzky johnson and river jones johnson so yeah, that's interesting. That is interesting. So and and the last thing that that I watched was the continued growth and uh, evolution of Tiger Woods, which I am liking more and more every day. You mean the fact that he made a ten? I don't care about um, that. No, 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 carrying himself. Right. I just like I like watching him on the driving range. He's stopping. He's talking with people. I, you know, and and a couple of your listeners have sent us some messages and said, "Stop sucking Tiger off. We're tired of it." <laughs> but it's it's how I feel. I you know what, really Ronnie? enjoy He's the still, guy. Still though, a badass. He made ten on twelve. Yeah, Ron, he is out said, of the tournament, and yeah. he just birdied five ass of the in. final six holes after making yeah. a ten. Yeah. Yes. most guys hatch after making a ten. Right. They're snapping every club in the bag. Oh yeah, I'm not definitely. sure he's completely healthy. No, oh, he's, he's not. He couldn't not. even bend over. Did you see him picking up his ball out of the hole? I yeah. did. Yeah. I did. He, need, he, he needed that suction cup right. on the end of the yeah. club. <laughs> exactly. He can't play two rounds in one day. We'll get well, to Tiger. A lot, of, a lot of walking, too. A lot of walking on that golf course. That couldn't have been good for him, right. the hills and everything. All right. We're, we'll get to Tiger in just a second. By the way, did you see what Secret Tour Pro tweeted on Friday, I believe it was? That's Adam Scott, by the way. He was finally no, that's out. Up for, that's up for That's uh, up for argument. debate? 
Lee, he is? Lee Westwood. I thought is, Secret Tour Pro had been outed mm-hmm. as Adam Scott a while ago. No, Jeff Ogilvie or Lee Westwood are the leading uh, All candidates. Right. Well, anyway, he tweeted, Secret Tour Pro, three things I know. One, the Masters without patrons is crap. Number two, Masters in the fall is a bad idea. Number three, we're finishing on Monday. Now, that didn't come to pass, mm. the finish on Monday, but they got lucky, boys. Any little ripple of weather would have fucked them. Oh, yeah, with the daylight? Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe – I really can't believe they caught up. They had when threesomes they and split tea starts yeah. every day, and they still had to wrap around three of the four days. I'll tell you, a funny story is I'm sitting there watching the telecast, and they're showing Sunday mo- – it's a Saturday morning or Saturday, whatever, they teed off. And and I didn't even know that Spieth made the cut. And he's sitting Neither there did he. He's sitting there hitting balls next to to uh, Justin Thomas, right? And I'm like, man, Spieth has got some balls. He missed a cut, and he's just warming up with the leaders. <laughs> I didn't realize he was going Funny. off the other tee, right? right. T- he wasn't even on the golf. Course. I heard the range balls nine. were free all week, whether yeah. he made the cut or not. I saw him today on Sunday. He was also finishing up on nine. So I didn't even realize they were going off these split tees on Saturday and Sunday as well. And- um, I guess for me, I'm glad they did it. I, if only to remind everybody. What the Masters is and is not. It is not just a golf tournament played for cash in front of television cameras on an iconic course. Oh, no. It's way more than that. It is intended to be a springtime ritual, a near-tent revival of golf and hope and wonder and joy and coming together. That's what it's supposed to be. If we have another pandemic hatch, I don't want to do another one of these. I don't want to do another fanless Masters. Cancel it if you're not going to do it. Right. There. Well, Boom. Well, hot take. What <laughs> What did? What question was answered for me, though, about uh, PGA players yeah. is that without fans and, and ball spotters, they do lose balls. Oh, we're going to get DeChambeau. <laughs> the DeChambeau. Yes. Everyone's score would go up if they had to play like the amateurs oh. with nobody spotting balls. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get to the DeChambeau thing in just a second. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. All right. What do we think? Uh, what do we think of Dustin Johnson? Dominance continues. He's got two majors now. He's thrown away a bunch of others. He's the only guy to have won a tour event in how many straight years? I forget what the number is. It's absurd. The guy is an absolute machine. Is he 26. now likable? He's, he's always, always been, been likable. Right. Oh, Jinx, there you go, Ronnie. Right. Yeah. As soon as he stops saying you know ten <laughs> times, in a, as Here. soon as he figures out the difference between good and well. Um, Here comes the I grammar might, police. I, yeah, oh, I am the grammar police. I might start liking him. Yeah, uh, well, I can't get past the monotone. I can't well, get you past know, it. I mean, but, uh, well, Ronnie, I play good this week, you know. You just can't dislike playing. him. I don't dislike right, the guy. Right. I always say that. You guys know yeah. me. I've never met him, so I don't dislike him. It's just hard. And truthfully, I, his golf swing is a. It, I, I don't. I I like the hands, guys. I, as you know, I'm a hands, hands player, man. but I would rather watch Trevino hit a golf ball than I would, or longer than I would watch Dustin. It's the same swing every time, and right. it's it's good for scores. It's good for the bank account. It's good for trophies. But to me, it's just kind of monotonous. See, I would have like thought they're all like that now. Yeah, I, I would, know it's they're true. All I wish like they swung robots. like you, Hatch. 
That's right. <laughs> I want to see some shots in the bag. These guys, <laughs> man, there's no dove hook, hook the pigeon you... fade. These guys, man, they don't have any shots in their bag anymore. They don't. How no. about how they couldn't turn it left? Fado right. kept bringing it up. Yeah. He's like, wonder if one of these guys going to hook it on 13. Right. Even the hookers. I, even, the, went, the, even the McElroys and the Roms couldn't hook it. Yes, he went up to Sun JM. That's, that's and the, the golf ball and the, and the equipment. It's not the golf yeah. ball. He, Fado said he went up to Sun JM so. on the range. Did you hear that? He said, uh, "How's the how's the draw working?" And <laughs> Sun JM said, "Me no, uh, me not hit draw." Like, you know, like, <laughs> me not hit draw. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does Sun JM speak limited English? No, he had a he had a translator today in in uh, with so Amanda he, whatever. Oh, okay, so he doesn't. Okay. He uh, lives on the road with his parents. How about that? They yeah. travel hotel to hotel. He's good, though. That Kid, backswing's he's, nice. Oh. Backswing's... <laughs> every time. About, it is. We're talking about the robotic swings, but his his is slow for the first foot. Yeah. And then yeah. it goes into normal speed. Unlike then, Matsuyama, who is slow at the top. all pauses. the way and pauses at the top. But yeah. the, the, the the other guy... Uh, Cameron Smith? Wow. Mer- Wow, that swing's got some loops. <laughs> Did you see the hook he put on number 15, I think it was? I mean, he can hook yeah, it. This is why it. I say it's not – they can move this ball in directions. They just have trained themselves not to. Right. You're right. With the big You're exactly swing. exactly right. With the big right. swing. Well, yeah, with the big they swing. Train yeah. What kills me is, like, on 10, everyone hits three wood, and it pooches down and it doesn't roll as far. It's a long-ass hole. That hole is so wide. Just yeah. hit a driver and hit a – why can't guys hit a 10-yard draw with a driver anymore? I agree. On command. Like, I don't do this normally, but I got this shot in my bag. A big sling and draw. Our boy Ronnie, you know he loves that draw. The dove hook. The dove yeah, the hook, dove as hook. you call it. That <laughs> That's right. Isn't how, it? Isn't it the further Chichi you go down? Rodriguez. <laughs> the fact guy Rodriguez. He used to, Chichi on the range would hit a draw and then a fade and play the, say that he could hit him in the air. Um, <laughs> yeah. Legend That's had it. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, how about Rom further- shot out? How about Rom shot out of the fairway? The duck hook. People who were watching that had to have loved it. Well, we'll get to that. It could have been a mud okay, ball, yeah. which we're allowed to right. say on this podcast they were not allowed to say on television <laughs> right, right? Right, but anyway right. so all right dustin johnson dominance continues whether he's boring or likable that's up to you the best line about him from one writer i saw was he has the oily gait of a jungle cat that's pretty good right there huh and that's now we got head. what's that mean <laughs> the oily gait meaning the way he walks right. of a jungle cat he oh, just okay. saunters cool around. But don't, don't be, yeah, don't, don't be, cool. don't be, Mister Grammar Police, and then feign, you know, Bubba Gump <laughs> ignorance on a good line. Ron, you're smarter than that. I don't anyway, read sports writers. How about, <laughs> how about DJ versus Kepka? The bromance apparently fell apart this summer when Kepka said, "Well, called him out. He's only got one major. Right mm-hmm. now, he's got two, and Kepka's got three or four. Four, four, four. Okay." So he's he's possibly gaming. Kepka had a good tournament, by the way. Finished top ten. Yeah, so. but it took him a while to get going. What happened at the the first two days, first two rounds? Uh good question. Uh, finished T seven. Kepka did at minus ten. Man, twenty twenty has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie get some skin in the game where odds boosts lightning deals and free bets await you all season long these are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down or maybe a lot of money down on your favorite sport my bookie turkey day is coming 
There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Here's the thing about the tournament, just in a nutshell. So you had the new tournament record set at minus 20, and you had one, two guys at 15, a guy at 12, two at 11, three at 10. I mean, come on. That's not typically the Masters. Normally, fast, and firm weeds out everybody, and there's three guys that are double digit under par, at best, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you can't help the weather. You can't. No, you can't help. You can't it. help the weather. I, they, yeah, the course clearly had less fire in it, right? Yeah, right. yeah. on the green, yes. the green, the balls were sticking and Everywhere. not moving, right. or or they were coming back, <laughs> spinning back. Right. Did you like anything about the course in the fall? I did. Yeah. Uh, the rough. The rough was yeah. up. The Good rough, point. I liked it. Was a little thick. Now, right. or just taller. It wasn't as thick, but it was taller. Right. Some traditionalists are like, "Bah, this is not the Masters. They don't have that high of a rough." Yeah, you, I'd actually like to see you watch more twenty <laughs> under par. You watch that rough get higher yeah, and point. higher and yeah. higher. And will you have a problem with that? I will not. Okay. Absolutely not. The fairways are so, so wide anyway. If you right. can't hit the fairway, then you should be in that. Okay. Penalize. I saw. I was, I was if surprised. The greens are firm here in trouble. Yeah, I was surprised to see some uh, like behind thirteen green. I don't know if you saw Tiger was left of thirteen and two yesterday, maybe. Yes. And chipped it off the back of the green, and I don't know if you saw how sparse and uh, brown yep. and worn out that was back yep. there. And of course, that's a sunlight issue. People don't realize you just don't get that high sunlight uh, as the you know when we get into the fall, so those areas don't get as much exposure. But something else, I played today, and you know the little helicopters that fall out of the trees, those yes. little things. All day long, I was dealing with them, but I was surprised to see them. Not surprised, but intrigued to see them all over the greens there. And that goes back to the secret club pro who wrote on there that. Looking at all the leaves on – this was his tweet. Looking at all the leaves on number 14 made him, made the course look like any common muni. muni. That's what he said. So that's wow. what, Adam Scott that is not going to write that. He's a former champion. Adam Scott. Yeah. He yeah. wouldn't say the Masters is crap, and he wouldn't – he just wouldn't degrade the golf course. Not He's really got a green jacket. jacket. Yeah. Westwood, I could see it. Someone like Poulter, I could see or it. Or maybe it's someone who's not playing anymore. Yeah. And they're disgruntled. <laughs> yeah. Could be. They never they're sitting came at home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying it's Lumpy Heron, maybe. Yeah. Fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting on the yeah. One of those guys. That Dickie probably Pride. Chambly. <laughs> it's probably Chambly. Probably is. Oh, let's, yeah. let's get to Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, Chambly. Chambly. Not yeah. Chambeau. Not Chambeau. Not Chambeau, but Chambly. Brand- yeah, it's probably mess. Chambly. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about Bryson DeChambeau. What a, what a disaster of a week it was for him, given all the pre-tournament hype. 
And when it was all said and done, he had the balls to say, I didn't feel right out there. Oh, I felt, yes. I felt dizzy. <laughs> dizzy, yes. Dizzy. Hatcher, I thought of you because you, as an athlete, hate excuses. Oh, God, golfers. yes. I yes. don't want to hear about it. Right? I don't want to hear about it. Just say you had a bad week and it just wasn't your week. That's it. Just leave it there. <laughs> he said you he was dizzy. A 48-inch driver in your bag and tried to <laughs> blow the course apart, Mr. Roy Monster, <laughs> and it just didn't work. <laughs> right. I saw yeah. some of his chips after being 30 yards from the green. They were horrible. Right. Don't yeah. you get dizzy when you spin around real fast? I swear. Yeah, well, maybe that's what his driver swing is so fast By the way, he's spinning. He might be getting dizzy. He did, not have, the, he did not have the 48-incher in the bag this week. Oh, he did He didn't put he it in did there? did not. Because he, he was practicing with it. He was practicing, yeah. but he never put it in play. He did hit some ungodly bombs. He hit it 380 down around the corner on two. Yep. And then hit the most pedestrian approach <laughs> that was way left of the green. I was like, what's that worth? We talked about right, this. Exactly. Right. He hit one 317 on 13, which is not long raw distance, but it went over all the trees. He had 124 in on yeah. 13, but didn't yeah. take advantage of it. Yeah, but- and then was all over the place and was digging his irons in and blading <laughs> right, shots. Right. Yes. Very dizzy. Let's, oh, my Steve, God. Steve, let's talk quickly about the lost ball. Okay, oh, let's yeah, know that you left. Let's talk about it because we're watching it right now here on no the Jumbotron. Spotters. Okay? No spotters. Now, that's a benign area left and short of three, wide open, and it just plugged, basically. It plugged into the ground, which was soft enough, and they couldn't find it. I thought there were rules that could account for these situations. No, no, no. no. That would have to be a local yes, rule. Right. The rule is called a lost ball. That's like a leaf rule. <laughs> and he That's was it. done after that. I was watching it here, yeah. and then he was done after that when he couldn't find his ball, and then he went back and reteed, and he hit it damn near in the same spot. I, yeah, I thought he handled it he well. Did, though. Yeah. He except the only thing he did is he asked silly questions. So if we don't find it, is it a lost ball? <laughs> you know, right. like thinking there would be a local rule. But, uh, hey, do, you know what? At the Masters, can we check the TV? Did you hear him say that, Ron? At the Masters, yeah, it doesn't yeah. hurt to ask. They do have an array of no, specific you're right. rules. You know, I read a great tweet. Someone wrote that, uh, you know, him saying that it was a par 67 that Ma- the Masters, that Augusta National ate his golf ball to get back at him. That's yeah. What I heard. Like, if you think about it, and if you really are superstitious, that is fucking karma right there. You oh, dare yeah. to talk about, oh, it's a par 67 for me. And that's when something you never see, like, I can't remember seeing maybe once or twice a ball disappearing that cannot be found. You would never maybe see Maybe in there. the face of a bunker, but not in a yeah. wide open yeah. area. And I'm showing the boys this uh, Instagram meme of all the officials looking for it, and they've got laughing face emojis superimposed on their heads. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the angry emoji <laughs> on DeChambeau. He's yeah. great. And, and, you know, John Rahm, they asked him, I said, uh, were you, did you help Bryson during – when he during that lost ball, and he's like, uh, which one? Which lost ball? Yeah, which <laughs> he one? said which one because he <laughs> yeah. he had two of them there. So that said, what does it say about all the hand wringing about this distance craze making Augusta obsolete? Larry Larry Mize made the cut, uh, or did he make the cut or miss the cut by one? Longer made the My cut. Bernard Longer. Longer beat <laughs> the Shambo this week. Yes. Sixty three years old. So yeah. doesn't that? To bet all the hand wringing about all oh, the distance, and does does Bernard even have an iron besides a sand wedge in his oh, bag? All head covers, <laughs> all hybrids, all, all, hybrids. Right. all right. hybrids. Although speaking of hybrids, who knew Dustin Johnson had a seven wood? 
He does. Yes. Right. He yes. does. A, right. A Sim Sevenwood. Yeah. Yep. And he hits the shit out of it. Yeah. Yes, he does. Sevenwood. Sevenwood. The hell, man, you would think. If he's if it sales of Sevenwoods are definitely going up this week, that's for, for sure. sure. Okay. Uh let's see. Other items. Abraham answer. Thoughts. He's cool. They called him the guy who never missed, and then he kept missing short yeah. putts. Well, I mean, Apparently he great putter. he's young. He's young. Okay. A lot of a pressure. Stre- yep, stress and pressure. Yeah. I love that he, he lives in Singapore, and he owns a computer company. That's not a bad gig. <laughs> right. Answer he's lives probably in- got four Ferraris. Wait, Answer lives in Singapore? Yes. He's and owns Mexican. a computer company, company. where he's backed, he's backed by, like, the fifth wealthiest ma- wealthiest man in the world who owns Telcel oh, out of Mexico. Shit. And he's in on a tequila so, company, too. So, in other words, Abraham yeah. Answer's golf career is just for fun. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You, yes. know, you know who he yeah. reminds me of? He reminds me of Fleetwood. You're right. Oh. Tommy, pl- yep, Tommy Fleetwood the same had, game. He had the most unfortunate shirt today. Oh, it yes. looked like Where's Waldo? Yeah. Because it's a Nike. Can oh, we well, talk about Nike's dog shit? How about yes. How about Paul Casey's shirt the first day? Uh, Faldo was uh, all Faldo, over it. Faldo said that he, he his left marker his marker in his, his luggage. That's what you get for your marker in <laughs> your well, What is that shit? Yeah. I was at Dick's the other day, and I looked through. I said to my son, I said, come over here and look at this stuff. And it was right next to the underarm. I said, who would wear this? And then, of course, you got McElroy and Tiger and everybody. It's awful. Even those guys don't look good to me in hot pink or purple. I'm just not a fan of it. Wow. I mean. Walter ma- does. Well, maybe them. But remember, they're trying to sell stuff to overweight middle-aged dudes like us. <laughs> You're not going to move a lot of stuff that way. Uh, whoever's doing their purchasing should be fired. I can't believe God, they're not awful. fired already. Yeah, who would uh, buy Nike gear? Well, you don't Nike see what? Shirts? Yeah, and just some. stuff. You got some? Yeah, got any some. that look any that look like they did this week? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh Sung JM. That dude's hands are butter. Like he had chip shot after chip shot where you're like, that guy is incredible. And he's so young, he's twenty two. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's gonna win majors. Plural. Yes. You never. I mean, I, don't, I know it's hard right. to predict. It's against him, right? I, mean, I don't history's know. History's against these guys. We haven't had other than Yi Yang. He's the yeah. only Asian to win a major, right? No, Murakawa. Yeah, PGA yeah. Championship. He's Japanese. That's true. No, okay, there's yeah. two. Japanese. All right, that. from yeah. California. <clears throat> I'm thinking Korea, I, Japan. Oh, you mean from not outside yeah. the U.S. Non-Americanized. Non-Americanized. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, how about, it's just history says so. But how he about, was playing on the tour when he was 19. He was playing on the whatever you call it. How about Cameron fair. Smith? He's a cool customer. You see some of those pictures with him as a, I don't know what he was, like 18 years old, hobnobbing. And it was an unfortunate Hootie. photo they used with Hootie. It was like, he looked, he looked, he looked like he, was, yeah, <laughs> he, looked looked like like he had, had a couple beers. Yeah, exactly. But he seems I like, like the, a, a I like the Euro. swing. It's a, like well, he's Australian. Swing. It's Australian. Well, just because it's different. It's yeah. so loopy and different. Remember, you're talking to a guy who has a loopy ass swing. Me, not for so long. I like loopy ass swings. Not he for reminds long. you know who he reminds me of. He reminds me of who was the guy, the golfer that they that uh, they said Tiger Woods was messing with his wife. Oh Jesus! He's kind of got a little. And he, oh and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. went to Auburn or somewhere. Yeah, was, uh, oh yeah, Duffner. Duffner. Yes, yeah. that's who he reminds me of. Jason that's Duffner. good. That's yeah, good. So that's a good. Yeah. just yeah. sort of a sort of a dorky, mm. Humpty Dumpty guy. Yeah. It's nice to see guys like that. And Sung J M, who is also not Mister Fitness guy, competing at the highest level because the game had become so much so that there weren't 
the organic bodies. Cameron Smith reminds me, honestly, of a young Rory McIlroy. Maybe. The, yeah. the problem the problem with these guys are that they make so much money. If you're in the – I don't think these guys – the reason why they don't – they're not a long-lasting or they don't win a lot is because they make so much money that they don't have the mental fortitude to want to win all those majors. They're not and, playing for their mortgage no, like they used to. No, no, And it's so and they, And it's hard. hard. When you get in the spotlight – you, that's more pressure on you to be to continue to be successful. Look what happened to David Duvall. Yeah, these yeah. guys and, and get up Ian there Baker for a Finch. hot hot minute, and then all the pressure gets put on, and then they disappear. All right, but then yeah. what about <laughs> Abraham Answer, who's playing for I guess a rounding error in his multi million dollar business? <laughs> Somehow he's grinding out there. Well, but for yeah, how long? He, yeah, you know, is he 20, winning? Twenty three. Right. He's not I mean, winning. It's, the game is so hard. <laughs> That it requires. He's won some. I could look it up. But and yeah. you get it back on to Dustin Johnson. This guy committed himself, especially after he came back from wherever his hiatus cocaine. was. Whatever. Yeah. Cocaine I, yeah. Said, I agree with you. Good and cocaine. So, yeah. And <laughs> so he cocaine. came back and he looked at his game, analyzed his game, and he said, what is going to get me to be number one in the world? And he attacked those flaws. Well, the so first thing was this isn't just pure natural talent. He no, he no more threesomes him. with Kepka and his okay. wife. So uh, yeah, one <laughs> the, the thruples are over apparently. <laughs> no, I I think it's great what he did, Ron, because he is a tale of a guy that got his life in order. I remember when he backed out of the Masters with a vague, undefined reason. Right. You know, I need to spend time becoming a better person. Yeah. And it's, get off those drugs. Yeah, right. exactly. Which right. he did. Well, and Which you, he did. And and was, you know, yeah, and then he also eliminated the draw. He started playing a fade, mm-hmm. which makes a ton of sense given how long he is. And they worked on his wedges. Wedges, wedges, wedges. Yeah. And his putting. And his putting. Right. Yeah. yeah, his putting you, was suspect in you know the under best, pressure. Yep. The best thing that ever could have ever happened to Dustin Johnson in his life, and it's probably one of the main reasons he and Pauline are still together, is Wayne Gretzky. Of course. The the greatest ever by far. Because he sat like, Dustin jo- down. What do you think? What do you think Wayne Gretzky he sat him said? Down and he said it requires you know, you a work know. ethic to be the best in the world yes. or something. Yes, and you, you have a decision out. to make. Wow. He said, You're "I want you in our down. life. We want. I want to be part of your family. We do. We want to be your part of your family, and we believe in you." Well, it's funny and, because uh, Wayne Gretzky. I haven't heard him say one word publicly about. Dustin, their relationship. He hasn't taken any credit for it, which I guess is credit to Wayne Gretzky, right? He could be totally. out there pimping it and front walking, going, ah, look what I did. I got my son-in-law in shape, you know, and none of that. Haven't heard a peep, but you're probably did you right. What, yeah, you did you hear what Gretzky him, told him coming into this tournament? What? Coming into the match? He said you need to be more like Tiger. That's what he told him. Look it up. Shit, I could have told him that. Yeah, smart. That's, yeah. that's but, easy. And have that killer instinct. But, then, right. yeah, like but to say that to well, a guy who is, you know, who is. Well, here's what I think. The Rory, top of his game. Rory needs to be more like Tiger. Yeah, Rory's got to find an edge. He's so talented. He went, it just so kills nice. me. And he's, you know, and he's so got a kid nice. now. And, and life is good for Rory, and I feel good for I him. Love, but, man. I love Rory. I do, too. I, I love do him. Too, Rory, Rory's like, hey, get, if I'm playing good, I'm going to play good. If I'm playing bad, oh, well, yeah. let's just get through this. That's sort of like the Hatcher mentality yeah, exactly. right there. That's right. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. A couple things here, just odds and ends to wrap up. TV coverage and the apps, the technology, et cetera, et cetera. What do you give grades? TV coverage. First of all, I like Faldo still, although I'm getting a lot of anti-Faldo blowback at this point. 
Really? Really? A lot Why? of people oh. say they're just done with them. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. You should be done. You should be like, done with them. I, yeah, I like Fowler. Yeah, he's great. Like he's great. Uh, yeah. Ian Baker Finch, I, he does nothing for me. He's the nicest man in the world who's a complete zilch on broadcasts. He puts me to sleep. Someone might tag him. You better watch it. Right. They did last right. time. Oh, fuck. I mean, Listen, the, if you're the, just keeping the podcast, you got to hear that and then tag me. I believe the whole, the whole sports cast in general would have been destroyed without Michelle Wee. On the, no, Michelle. Let's Michelle. not talk about it. She's uh, nice. She was put in an uncomfortable situation. She did. She did the alternate. Mother. She did the alternate channels on the app and yeah. on the website. Yeah, she's she's been. Uh, through. She going to say no to that? No, they're like, yeah, we want exactly. you to do it. She's exactly. like, of course I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What happened to? What happened to like Kelly Tillman? Like, oh a, shit, she a, retired. We need another like, uh, um, someone with some some. Uh, Gravitas, comedic, comedic background. Oh, like Faraday. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, they don't everyone's in the Masters. Yeah, you need somebody out there on the course, kind of giving regular people like regular talk and yeah. kind of making it a little more fun. Yeah, none they of can't that. do like, it at Augusta. You, you know, know who the right yeah. person yeah. is? Yeah. What's Steve, that? Steve Zabin's the right person for that. Yeah. Yeah, right in vote. Go ahead. Get no, that. I will try say, exactly. I will right say you need uh, some of that. No, Donnie, I mean, listen, to make it ex- more listen, exciting. I know, but do you listen to how the announcers walk so gingerly around every terminology? Patrons. Yeah. Yes. They always say hole number nine. They don't just say he just birdied nine and he's got another look at it here on 10. They say he just birdied hole number nine and he's got another look at it on hole number 10. Yeah. These are formatics drilled in. There was a big to-do about mud balls because there was a lot of them this week, given how soft yeah. it was. Right. And they were instructed, the announcers, not to say the word mud ball. Yeah. So at one point, Dottie Pepper said, well, Dustin on 13 looked under his ball. He saw some um, organic material, oh. and so he decided to lay up. Just, did you not hear that? Yes, Organic material. Really? Yes. Call it a sidecar. That's what I call it. I mean, I love and By the way, car. I think Dottie Pepper did an excellent job. She retired. I like, Do you remember when she I retired? She, I like Dottie Pepper. I, I like she, Dottie Pepper, too. Yeah, I think she did a very good job. Yeah, so that, that is one thing that uh, they just got to get over. The drone shots were hypnotic. Yeah. Never before had they shown aerials over Augusta during the tournament, and they were fantastic. They also had a wire cam on 16 sort of like in the stadium, so it could just zip across from one side to the other. Gave us angles and looks we have never seen before, and that was great. Um, the streaming was hit or miss with my experience on my phone. It would glitch at times and freeze at times, and I'd have to dump out of it and get back in. Did you guys have any problems? A little yeah, bit, yeah, I didn't yes. even notice it. I was, just, I, was, I was giving lessons and peeking out of my shoulder. How would you feel about college game day? At Augusta. I liked it. You did? Yeah. Okay. They should have been at Marshall, but it was neat. Well, that's the thing. I Somebody tweeted, I don't want to go full rant here, but literally on the 50th anniversary of Marshall's plane crash, with Marshall at home, undefeated and ranked, game day set up shop at Augusta. You had a chance to say what you are, and you did. Shame hmm. on you. I actually 100% agree with that tweet. I agree yeah. too. Now, I mean, there's something if, that are they're much more historically important than the Masters well, being played in COVID. College game day is about the students and their signs. Like, well, yes. well you, you can't know, have any students or signs. I know, but then why bother to build a set just on the par three? It's because ESPN had the rights to the Masters, right? 
on Thursday and Friday, so cross-promotion. Yeah. And when the Gusta said, sure, you can do it, just don't bring any of the unwashed them uh, yep. Georgia fans and Bulldogs fans. We don't need <laughs> none of them here on the property. But there's kids, well, on, there's kids on Marshall's campus. There are, yeah. Yeah, but they won't let them gather. I'm not sure they would have let them gather they or let not. Them gather. Yeah. Probably not. But, but you, the bottom you, line is it was a bit of a stretch, if you ask me. Well, I think that one of the reasons they did it also is because you usually don't have the Masters going on during football season. So it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. True. So it's like, hey, True. let's do this because it's football season and it's the Masters. Well, this that's, is never going to happen that's again. That's 100% correct. You're so, hey, uh, yeah. quick yeah. thing. I, I would like to say that the Golf Channel, that setup they have, and those three guys this week, you, Justin Leonard and uh, Shambly and uh, Rich Lerner, I thought were fantastic. They're great. I, I oh love God, I love There's, Leonard, and some of my golf buddies hate him. Well, a lot of he's the players hate Chambly. Right. The tour well, players hate do, Chambly. But, but he's a, he's an incredible historian of the game. And I like he really Duvall. is, and that's refreshing. Duvall would have been great. He was a there. COVID casualty. So, Well, the one it, thing I do have to mention is I, I liked how they uh, brought in Lee Elder. Oh, yep. yeah. That'll yes. be great. Yeah, yes. that was a long time he'll overdue. Be on, he'll be on the first tee. Yeah, the ceremonial first tee. Yeah, they, they, it. The interview with him, you just with, saw. Right. You yeah. just saw everything. I mean, he, it was because what the guy had to a, go through just what, to play, right. and yeah, and so you know he rented two houses because of the death threats. Yeah, so he was I'm staying cool. between houses. Yeah, the Jackie, he, the Jackie Robinson of golf. Right, and yeah. no one would let him eat at a restaurant. Him and his party, so he went to Payne College. That's why they did the scholarship. To yeah. Payne yeah. College. And never never whined about it or anything. Right. You know, he felt that he had to accept that kind of treatment, yeah. which is the more sad part of it. And now to to th- this to come full circle is just fantastic. And that's the thing, though, that I think that, and I'm heavily involved in this side of the, the equation in golf, but this is, people don't understand what, when the women thing came up at Augusta, they don't understand what Augusta National does for, well before this, for minorities, for women, for multiple groups in golf. They're tremendous, and they're on the forefront of these things. So now to see it, for people to see it, that they can investigate now what Augusta has done for those minority uh, colleges and things like that uh, is fantastic. Did you see what Fred Ridley announced, the $10 million endowment to the Boys and Girls Club of Augusta with their partners? They do that yeah, with stuff their partners with Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, ten million. They're building a new center. Yeah. Yeah. That said, boys, uh, DJ said afterwards he loves all the sandwiches. He all was very emotional. All, all the sandwiches. So oh, really? it looks like there's going to be sandwiches at the Masters next year for the <laughs> Champions <laughs> Dinner. He, he actually, could not. He yeah. could not get his. He couldn't do his interview out on the green. Did you see it? Yeah. He was so you know, uh, emotional. He couldn't do there. it. It's, there you go. You know, as a kid, you know, always dreamed about, you know, being a Masters champion. Yeah, don't ding him for saying you know. Oh, no, Thomas. not there. It's okay. I am, I am counting, though. And he's from, where is he, Columbia? A- South, Aiken, South Carolina. Columbia. 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 Yeah. yeah, good for him. Yep. By the way, first bearded Masters winner ever, to my research. Stadler had a mustache in '82, not a beard. A nice one too. Thank you. But and you I'm know, a, it's you know, it's just incredible. Obviously, as you can tell, that's great. Yeah, don't even... apologize. 
There's, I, I think, right there. the overwhelming <laughs> Who message is that? when I talk to your team. Amanda <laughs> <laughs> Valiotas, are you, are you, are you uh, uh, Ron, imagining yourself in a post-fight cuddle with her? <laughs> no, and on she's the phone. Calming, yeah, that she's calming you down. Going, <laughs> don't apologize, don't, Ron. Don't yeah, apologize. Yeah. I'm in a hotel room. <laughs> 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 she's telling me what she's wearing. <laughs> Yeah, oh, don't no. apologize. Uh, oh my God! Replay it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, oh, don't no. apologize. Oh, don't apologize. I gotta go. Hey, Steve, I have a quick question for Hatch. Sure. Hatch, first of all, Harold Varner III. Did he play? No. He's my favorite player. Not just because I'm oh, talking to a brother, but he is. No, I'm not. Two, Hatch if, Hatch, if you were in the Masters and it started raining, would you WD and go to Cracker Barrel? Like oh, here we go. Here we go. Dave, tell your listeners. Why do we got to revisit? I would continue playing. I've had, you would? Yeah. And you know what? The sad thing is I got a buddy that's friends with Craig Stadler, and he's played the Masters like three or four times, and he'll text me and send me pictures while he's there. I'm like, don't do that. Oh, nice. You're like, don't I don't do want to see it. Right. Don't Get, do piss that. Piss me off. Exactly. How about next year we take this podcast down to Augusta and there do the show not hard. from Washington Road, from the Bojangles there on Washington Road. Bing, bang, boom. That not would hard. be great. I've never been. I'd right. to go. But I've never, never been. been either. You never I've been? Ron, you've never Ron, been? Never been. All right, no, Ronis, get us, take, get us badges. Oh, right. We only need two days of badges, not four. Don't worry. No pressure. We can always go down on Monday to the practice round. Right. And I'll stay for the whole week. That's the best day. All right, Ronnie. Good to talk yes. to you, buddy. Thank you for your you time too. as always. All right. See you guys. See you Love later. you guys. Dove hook. Bye-bye. Bye. Dove hook. <laughs> I will end on this today. When I say I don't believe masks do shit, I will get attacked as all the kind of things you expect, right? You, you're a denier. You, What do you know, sports boy? I'll be shouted down as anti-science, you must want to kill grandma, a lunatic. But the evidence would actually be on my side. Unless, of course, you believe that suddenly we found totally new and totally contradictory evidence in March of 2020 that goes against everything that had come before. There is literally not a single study prior to March of this year that had a strong verdict that masks, especially not homemade masks, or the little looped ear face napkins, as I call them, the surgical masks, there is no study prior to this year that says they are effective at spreading influenza-like illnesses, ILI, which is what COVID-19 is. But suddenly, oh, the science is changing. We're finding new studies that say it works now, actually. Oh, really? So here's a story you may never have, you may not have heard of. It's fascinating, but basically a group of nurses in Toronto's Ontario Nurses Association fought successfully to not have to wear masks while working in the hospital. What? Nurses fought it? Oh yes, this was back in 2018. When our magical belief in things like magical masks didn't exist. In 2018, the Ontario Nurses Association 
fought an edict by the hospitals on a VOM policy. It's called vaccine or mask. Basically, they said the, the hospital said you either need to get a flu vaccine or wear a mask for your entire shift at all times when treating patients in our facilities. That was an unfiltered, unfitted surgical mask. In other words, the face napkin. This was to be for the entirety of their shift if they chose not to get the influenza vaccine. They won not just one court decision, but a second court decision when the hospitals appealed and they went to the next level. Arbitrator James Haynes struck down the same type of policy in an arbitration that included other Ontario hospitals across the province. They found there was, quote, scant evidence that forced nurses to use masks that reduced the transmission of influenza to patients. Despite this clear ruling, the majority of hospitals refused to follow the arbitrator's award and maintain their VOM policies, so the nurses had to go sue again. After receiving extensive expert evidence submitted by both ONA and St. Michael's Hospital, arbitrator William Kaplan, in the second go-round, said he found that the VOM policy is, quote, illogical and makes no sense and is, quote, the exact opposite of being reasonable. This arbitrator, as well, rejected the hospital's evidence. And there were lots of experts called. Again, this is back in 2018. Toronto infection control expert Dr. Michael Gardam, Quebec epidemiologist Dr. Gaston Desarres, Dr. Lisa Brousseau, an American expert on masks, they all testified that there was insufficient evidence to support the St. Michael's policy and no evidence that forcing healthy nurses, healthy nurses to wear masks during influenza season did anything to prevent transmission of influenza in hospitals. They further testified that nurses who have no symptoms are unlikely to be a real source of transmission and that it was not logical to force healthy, unvaccinated nurses to mask. Again, just think of it all. Nurses in the healthcare realm saying, this is bullshit. We shouldn't have to wear these and we shouldn't be forced to get a vaccine. Not one, but two different arbitrators in Canada, mind you. Canada. This is not Texas or Alabama where it's like, man, we do whatever the hell we want. Canada said, yeah, you've not shown your work. You have not shown proof. There is no evidence that backs up this policy. Ah, but that was 2018. We've got new science, everybody. It's new. Before we go tonight, I'm going to give you my, my bookie, Zabe Steamer of the day. I love the Vikings minus three at the Bears tonight. Dalvin Cook is on an absolute tear. I know the Bears defense will probably be his toughest test so far to run on, but I count on Kirk to make one fewer dumb play than big dick Nick Foles, and that will be the difference. So give me the Vikes minus the three. It's not a triple up to catch up kind of play, but it's a strong lean. That's my, my bookie steamer of the day. And if you're not betting on sports, what's the matter with you? I'm giving you a rock-solid industry-leading place to do it at MyBookie. Tons of sports, lines, props, etc. Most important, they actually pay out. 
Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to get initial deposits matched up to 50%. Please read rules on payouts for bonus matches first so you know what you're getting into. We'll bet a little something-something every day right here on the podcast, and we'll just keep track and see how I do. Thanks so much for listening and downloading. If this podcast meets your approval, if you think it's worth telling somebody about, like, hey, there's this sports guy who's not a complete knob and is funny and entertaining and talks about the things that I like to talk about and speaks plainly and makes good points and isn't full of himself, then tell a couple friends, by God's, by all by all means, please. Thank you very much for that. Spread the word, rate and review so our algorithm, algorithmic overlords on YouTube and on, well, not YouTube, but on uh, Apple, iTunes, and on Google Play, all the algorithmic overlords, they are pleased and they bless our crops and make this podcast grow. Thanks so much for listening. Have yourself a great Monday and we will see you next time.